Well, hey, new friends. I'm just jumping in here to say, um, I hope that you feel the same way, as in that we are trauma-exploring pals together with a similar focus on moving forward with, you know, a less fucked-up brain patterning issue and all of that relational destruction. That being said, I'm not a professional. I'm not a crisis worker. I'm just some human who talks about trauma from the inside out, which means any information you hear out of this mouth is for your own personal discrimination, just like a friend's would be. Now, hopefully take this information and work in conjunction with your trauma therapist to figure out what works for you and what's N.A., but this traumatized motherfucker podcast community and social media presence is not meant to be a replacement for trauma therapy. I'm just researching, reflecting on trauma experientially and academically, which means I assume no liability for your getting triggered, enmeshed, or offended, or any of the subsequent trauma reactions thereafter. Me and the other motherfuckers in the blanket fort are here to help to be supportive and to offer acceptance. But boundaries and realistic expectations are important for everyone in the complex trauma game. And while we're at it, my recovery is as important slash exhausting to manage to me as it probably is to you. So I always want to hear from you, your challenges, your successes, and your stories to share them with the entire crew. But please know that I can't therapize you and any crisis situations need to be addressed immediately from an appropriately trained resource. But that being said, if you're searching for personal understanding, support, and maybe some laughs about our truly fucked up brains along the way, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Traumatized Motherfuckers, and I really hope to see more of you. My name is Jess, and let's be clear. I'm just a traumatized motherfucker doing my best. Cheers, y'all. I'll see you at the show. What's up, my fuckers? It's a girl, Jess, just hollering at you, thinking a bit about emotional, I don't want to say instability, uh, let's say fluidity. If you're like me, your perspective of the world changes pretty rapidly. Or maybe it's my perception of myself that changes so rapidly and that affects how I see everything else. Mm, not really sure. But... I've been thinking about that lately because it does really seem like I don't have very st stable, long-lasting emotions. They're very fleeting, unless it's the negative ones. And then those kind of are great at taking hold of me and rooting themselves deep down. And quite honestly, I'm pretty good at wallowing into them, like settling into them like they're a warm, comfortable blanket because... I have been dealing with anxiety and depression my whole life, so it feels familiar and it's oddly a little bit like, yeah, there's that old comfortable friend again, but it's not my friend. My good emotions, my 
excitement, my happiness, my peace, my confidence, all of those things, uh, they come and go so fucking fast. Like one minute, I think that I'm okay, and the next minute, I'm really not okay. I've just been thinking about why exactly that is. I know that I've always been considered a sensitive person. When I was a kid, my family always said, you're so sensitive. You have such emotions. You are so emotional. And they would shame me about it. Like I remember my grandma and my mom telling me, basically, you're never going to find a man with all of these emotions that you have. All right, that's fucking healthy. Cool. I wonder why I learned to shut all of those off a long time ago. And went through years of feeling nothing, just being fucking numb. Hmm, strange. Strange how I had that couple of years where I didn't know how to cry. And (laughs) I had to sit down to try to concentrate on what I was feeling if I was feeling anything. Like, what is this? Can I bring this up? What is this tiny signal that I'm getting right now? Yeah, uh, definitely a learned behavior from people fucking with me. But I've just been thinking about kind of the relativity of how we traumatized motherfuckers consider our emotions, you know? Like, one minute I say I'm doing well, and the next minute I'm like, no, I'm not. And I think one of the weirdest things for me on this journey has been realizing how my emotions seem like they fucking change with the tides, and how completely unaware I can feel of this gravitational pull. Like, one day, doing great, The next day, it feels like the end of the world. One moment, I'm happy. The next moment, I'm totally beside myself with anxiety and fear. Some mornings, wake up inspired, excited for life. Give me another sunrise and I will be convinced that this existence is fucking pointless and I am the taint of the world. There really isn't a ton of rhyme or reason to these emotions from an outside perspective. But I think that the worst news is there isn't much rationality from my inside perspective either. Like, the problem for me is it doesn't really take outside influence to cause these major shifts in my perception and my emotion. I promise you, I have enough shitty ammo just stored up in my fucking head to just cause my own downfall at, like, any given second. Like, when I can manage to keep myself afloat in a good, happy place as I visualize it, I'm floating above these kind of deeper, darker pieces of my inner experience, and then I do okay. But it quite literally requires me insisting that the negative thoughts and feelings like just aren't there. Like this possibility of a dark sea monster underneath is in the back of my mind, But if I can keep my body above the responses, well, it won't flood in so quickly. I have to refuse to entertain the knowledge of what's going on underneath or to really acknowledge that they're there at all. But then on the other hand, if I start edging myself towards those deep, dark narratives, well, my brain just takes the liberty to fucking run wild. It is this rapid decline, like a a slinky down a set of stairs, just stepping from one thought to the next, starting with, 
I don't know, maybe you should have done this a little bit better to why are you bothering to try at all? No one on this earth even fucking cares about you or ever will. Like you're repulsive. You're doing everyone a disservice with every misguided attempt you make to even exist. So yeah, I mean, there's a quick example of how a day when I'm doing well rapidly turns into a day when I want to leave my loved ones just unburdened, remove my reign of terror from the world, and fucking quit on life. And it's all following something as stupid as a poorly worded email or maybe an awkward social situation, and my brain just won't fucking let go of it. When you have a cruel, suicidal, ideation-wielding inner critic and this really rocky experience with your self-esteem, it does not take much to tumble. Like, there's always this voice in your head ready to tell you that everything is a fucking waste and so are you. Am I right? You serve no purpose. You're a fool for trying. No one loves you. No one ever will. Get ready to fucking suffer forever. Yeah, that's real nice, huh? Thanks, inner critic. It's super magnificent, just the way you turn the most mundane, uninteresting events into these mountains that are about to crash my fucking plane and turn my attention towards gnawing off my own goddamn arm. Okay, sorry. Morbid sense of humor. But another thing that I've realized is... I think a lot of us who've been individually, internally tortured for years, well, the relativity of our experiences really doesn't help either. You know what I mean? I only pretty recently realized that my impressions of, quote, doing well are scaled completely relative to my usual experience which is not the same as other people's usual experience, but somehow we still try to talk in the same generalized and shallow terms. I'm fine, things are okay, yeah, it's getting better. Motherfuckers, because we've spent half our lives, or longer, maybe all of them, feeling so terrible on the inside that we've been physically in pain. It's pretty hard to get a firm grasp on what a, quote, good day is compared to other people's ideas of good days, you know? It's like what rationalizing what feeling better means when one party has had a sniffle and the other has been fighting life-threatening pneumonia. Yeah, you're feeling better. That doesn't mean anything, really. Like, for instance... If I'm not literally writhing in pain, unable to stop crying, incapable of going outside or breathing, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to tell you that things are pretty cool today. I'm a lot better. I'm doing fine. Things are really looking up. Uh, But for other people, that day would probably feel a lot different. (laughs) If we're talking about a 10-point scale, like zero is the worst emotional state, 10 is awesome. How I'm actually doing right now might register as a three or a four to other people. People who aren't constantly suffering with anxiety and depression and neurosis and discomfort. But then in my head, holy shit, this is like a seven or eight kind of day. Like I'm not contemplating how much better my loved ones would be without me. I am doing fucking great. 
You ask me how it's going, I tell you it is a fantastic morning. And then it comes as a surprise to everyone when my perceived seven or eight quickly shifts down to a one or a two because I've received some unfortunate news or had a bad social interaction or somehow got triggered. Yeah, it's, uh, it's easier to see someone hit the bottom of their worst emotions than I think it is determining where they are somewhere in the middle on the happiness scale. Like we've all been culturally programmed to hide the bad and exaggerate the good, so how do you know? As a result, I think my moods tend to plummet from the sky to six feet underground, or at least they seem to, but the truth is I never was flying that high in the first place. I fucking lied about it to you and to myself. Without knowing, I didn't mean to. It's just relative. My point is, when everything just being okay feels like leaps and bounds from the bottom, from where you're at now, where you can't even stand to live another moment because everything fucking sucks so bad, yeah, it's pretty hard to convey your true experience to the folks who rarely dive into the depths of hell. <laughs> it's pretty hard to understand them yourself. And it really feels like a roller coaster existence when you don't have a realistic grip on your own headspace and how it relates to others. It's not genuinely that dramatic of a fall, but it sure seems drastic and wild for everyone. When you've just finished telling them that you're cool, and now you are upset and panicking. So I just fall into this over and over again, I'll be honest. My good times are fleeting, my bad times are easy to return to, and the majority of it is just caused by my perception. The only words that I really need to tell myself to go from being at a 10 to a 0, you're all alone. This will rapidly turn into, and you always will be. You're pushing people away. You're broken, and no one will ever care for you. Not the way that you want them to, not the way that you need them to, not the way that you care for people. You are doomed to be alone and miserable forever. Motherfuckers, you know my brain is really trigger happy when it comes to those sentiments in particular. In fact, like just 10 minutes ago, that's what happened and it sparked the inspiration for this little ramble. Before that moment, I was doing totally fine. During that single moment, panic came rushing into my body as tension gripped my fucking chest cavity from the membranes in between my lungs and my ribs and my gut just sank and my head began to spin. Anxiety came rushing into the picture. I started suddenly feeling like emotionally needy and kind of personally aimless after this day of feeling the complete opposite all day. For me, it is that fast. It is that significant and it is that easy. <laughs> I don't know. This trauma brain never learned that it's okay to be okay or what it really means to be okay or how other people feel like okay is okay. 
I never learned that healthy people in relationships aren't going to disappear out of the blue or that you can be forgiven and accepted and loved even when you make these mistakes or even when your emotions seem like they are unpredictable and wild and like you can go from great to wishing you were dead in the blink of an eye. I think those are all things we need to forgive ourselves for and I I don't really know how we begin explaining that experience to other people. It's really hard. It makes me feel really self-conscious and I hate the word crazy, but it makes me wonder if I'm crazy when those drastic shifts happen. How can you go from feeling great one day, singing and dancing your heart out and feeling like life is finally working out after years of, trust me, it was not working out. It has taken me a long time to get to this place where I even can feel happy ever. But then to just have the rug ripped out from underneath me so quickly, time and time again. Like there's a glimmer of light and then someone just shuts the curtain on you. It's hard. It's hard to understand. It's hard to talk about. And I think it must be as exhausting for other people sometimes as it is for us. Uh, it makes me feel guilty for a lot of my past relationships and friendships, but I didn't know and I gotta forgive it. And I've gotta hope that as time goes on and people learn more about trauma, we can understand more about these wild shifts where a piece of your brain just gets triggered and runs away with you from flying high to wishing you were underground. If that's something that you're dealing with, uh, motherfucker, I get it. It's okay if you want to rap at me about it or if you just want to tell the group was having a great day and now I wish I had never gotten out of bed. Uh, we're all here. We get it. We feel ya. So you're not alone feeling like your emotions are a burden and you are somehow too sensitive and not allowed to have them uh, hand is raised on this end of the cast <sighs> we'll get to it we'll figure it out and hopefully with time and perspective we're all going to learn what it means to actually be okay <laughs> maybe our relative experience will change maybe we can learn how to have long lasting okayness I motherfucking hope so. All right, traumatized motherfuckers. You're great. I love you guys. I'm going to get out of here. I got to go feed some horses. Mom's a calling. I will talk to you guys later. And I hope that you have a stably okay day or even better. Hit that seven or eight range for me, all right? All right, fuckers. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. That hopeless, we're not as fucked as you think in short moments. We can't do anything, but fucking joke is. We're winning when you blink in short moments. Lousy with fear.